Hello and welcome, my friends. So good to be with you here every Thursday at four o'clock. This is Story You Talk Radio, and I am your host, Coach Debbie. I'm based here in the Seattle area, and I offer you a live show every Thursday at four o'clock on KKNW. And then Eric, the producer, creates a podcast, and it's made available for replay on Podcast One and Apple Tunes and Apple Podcasts and iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and all those favorites that you love. If you're tuning in with me live in a moment, I'm going to give you the phone number. So you can call in if you would like to have a chat today. We're going to be talking about connecting to your audience. This is so important any time of the year, but especially when we're closing down what has been for many, 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 many people a shocking and surprising year. (laughs) So how do we connect with our audience I want to assure you that there's many ways that you already are doing it naturally and and in a very genuine way in your life. But I know that many of us are looking for ways to develop this more in our writing business. And as we're putting together those books, blogs, brands, articles, speeches, podcasts, whatever it is you are offering the world... You want to have that connection with your audience. So stay tuned. I have lots to share with you today. I first want to tell you that I've just started a brand new Facebook group. It is by invitation only, but I would love to invite you. It'd be delightful to have you as part of the Facebook group. You just head on over to Facebook Messenger and make the request with me or you can uh, send an email my way to just write it directly to me, askcoachdebbie at gmail.com, askcoachdebbie, and Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y, askcoachdebbie at gmail.com, and just say, I would like in that Facebook group. And this is really a place throughout November And part of December, I'm going to be offering all the free support I can muster to to just help you move along with your writing plans for whatever that medium is that you're working on, your book, your podcast, speech, anything. Because I know that when we close out one year, well, what's right around the corner? A brand new year. And by being in a small community like a Facebook group, you might really feel your momentum getting charged up for 2021. And honestly, the fact that you show up for it and that you ask questions and that you get involved really inspires me to do my best. So I would love to have you there. Just make it be known that you want to be there and we'll make it happen. So like I said, today we're going to really focus in on how you connect with your audience. And I want you to start by thinking about 
what is it that you're offering out into the world? What is it you are offering? Can you just sum it up in a word? A blog, a book, a podcast, a speech. What is it that you are offering? There are some of you that are thinking, well, I'm not really writing right now. So maybe your offering is parental advice. Maybe your offering is that you are a teacher on a yoga mat. Maybe your offering is that you are a doggy walker twice a day. Maybe your offering is that you're a sound producer at KKNW. I know a couple of those. Maybe your offering is that you are looking out after your neighbors during these unpredictable times. Whatever it is you're offering, you have a desire to connect. Making an offer and connecting, they're both on the same path. I want you to envision that. I want you to envision that because you've decided to make an author an offering further along that very same path and not much further is your audience. And they're there with open arms saying, oh, I'm so glad you're making this offering. I need a hand. I need some assistance. I need your guidance. I need your leadership. I need you to just show up. So whenever you are offering something, there is an audience just around the corner, just further down that same path of the offering that are waiting to hear what you have to say. And your desire is to connect with them. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it at all. So how do we connect? There are so many ways. One, just right off the bat, one is that you will do an excellent job connecting with your audience if you are also attending to your own emotions. Now that might surprise you. You might think, what? I'm, I'm, I'm at work right now. I'm, I'm doing my podcast. I'm writing my speech. I'm getting my article all ready to go. What does that have to do with my emotions? <laughs> Surprise. It has everything to do with our emotions. Because if we're not in dialogue with our own emotional weather report, basically, emotions are kind of like the weather. They change all the time. You know, there's a storm one day, there's bright sun in the afternoon. That's kind of how emotions work. But if we're not in communication with those emotions, if we're not connecting with those emotions, we will bow out of the opportunity to connect with our audience. Over and over and over again, many times why businesses don't make it is because of an emotional problem, not a financial, not a locational or geographical one. It was because of something emotional, something that took the person out of the game of making their offering and staying on that path long enough to connect with their audience. 
So think about that for a minute. Is there anything that ever makes you feel like, mm, I don't want to show up today. I don't want to do it today. I know for me, one of the hardest things I've had to deal with is that I've been running a business while I've had a very painful injury. Now, I don't know about you, but if you have any experience with injury, it just tells you every single moment, I want to lie down. I want to break. I want some relief from this. It has this I want list that just hammers away at your attention all day long because injuries hurt. And I can't even tell you how many times I have not wanted to show up because I was afraid my injury would just take me out of the game. When we are not connected with our emotions, we have these things that start to to speak so loudly we give in to them. So I had to sort of cultivate a relationship with my injury so that I could maintain my relationship with my audience. I had to really be mindful about what are the exercises that help me feel best so I can do them right before I need to show up. How might I ensure I'm going to get the best night's sleep possible before a day when I have to be with my audience? How might I feed my body in such a way that I keep inflammation at its absolute minimum so I can show up and be with my audience. This was a huge learning curve that started for me in 2019. And I'll I'll tell you, my injury became so much better during 2020, so much better. But now it it appears I've acquired a new one. And, and I just, I don't even want to say it out loud because I don't want it to grow bigger. But you know, you know the detriment of what can happen when you don't know how to relate to something that is physically bringing you down, that is wreaking havoc then on your emotions because of that. That's a conversation that you have to be in dialogue with and working through so that you can stay on your dedicated path of making your offerings in the world and showing up for your audience. Otherwise, you're just going to want to close those curtains, lock that door, and, and do whatever you can to soothe instead of show up. So that's one thing right there is to keep tabs on your emotions. For some people, you're just like me. You're dealing with injury. Other people this year have had to deal with breakup. Other people have had to deal with the fact that they, one of my friends used to travel weekly for his job and was very comfortable with that. And this year he's been at home with the kids with the wife, with the dogs, with all kinds of situation that he is not accustomed to. Oh, let me tell you, his emotions have been talking to him. Yep. 
all kinds of things require us to be grounded with our emotions. And when we are, I think we do our best job relating to our audience. And I bet you know from your own experience that that is something that works so well with you. It's an uncommon thing to think about, our emotions, but it's a necessary thing. It's an energetic thing. Another little tip that I want to to share with you, it's a little more practical. And after this tip, we're going to go to our first break and see who might be writing in. If I didn't tell you already, although I think I did, you can write to my email address directly, and that is AskCoachDebbie, AskCoachDebbie at gmail.com, and Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. You can go to my Facebook page and send a message through the Messenger backend. And uh, again, my name is Debbie Handrich, and my last name is just like it sounds, H-A-N-D-R-I-C-H, Debbie Handrich. And you can also call us. I love taking your calls. I offer you free coaching if you call in. You only have to give me your first name, and we'll just have a conversation right here. And Eric, our sound engineer, is standing by to let you know those numbers. How you doing, Eric? I'm doing well, Debbie. How are you? I'm great. Good. (laughs) And if you want to call in today, you can at 425-373-5527 or toll-free 888-298-5527. Five five six nine. Again, those numbers: four two five three seven three five five two seven, or toll free eight 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 two nine eight KKNW. Oh, fantastic! Thank you so much, Eric. Always a pleasure. We are taking. We have a a question from Michael, who is in that Facebook group that I told you about. Again, if you would like in that Facebook group, just send me a little note. We also have a question from Lori that we're going to be getting to. Before we go to the break, I want to add this practical tip of how you might connect with your audience. And that is to think about the fact that you are writing or you are speaking to one person at a time. Just one person. So when you're thinking up the theme of what you're writing your speech about, your podcast about, your essay about, even even the theme for something big like a book, you want to have one person in mind. And usually that person is someone who's just like you. It's someone who is interested in all the things you're interested in. I know that Michael, who uh, sent in this question today, he is a very, very interested person in food and everything culinary, artistic. And so when he puts out his content, he's thinking about people that love and appreciate food on the same level that he does. And that serves him. Because when you are thinking about who wants to listen, 
the closer they are to an experience you relate to, the easier it will be for your audience to relate to you and for you to relate to them. I relate very easily to people that are having struggles with writing because even though I've been a teacher of writing for a very long time, I have been one who struggled with writing for even longer. (laughs) I promise you that's the truth. And when we are wanting to connect with people, it's often people that are sharing an experience that we not only relate to, but we find ourselves still in that experience over and over again, or it's an experience we enjoy. You know, like when I last spoke with Michael, I shared with him how much I enjoyed particular restaurants and what they had to offer because we connect over food. That's something we definitely have in common. So remember that. When you are writing, you're writing to one person and they have very common interests that you have. So speak from that place. Let's take our first break here and when we come back, we're going to talk more about how you can be connecting to your audience. Stay tuned. considered your health goals as you step into fall? Are you finishing the year right on track? If these questions leave you stumped, meet Autumn, the founder of L Nutrition. As a clinical nutritionist, she knows that counting calories never works long term, and high endurance exercise is not everyone's thing. Check out the podcast for the October 1st edition of Story You Talk Radio, as Autumn Bates shares scientific facts to help you be fit, reduce chronic pain, and meet your wellness dream. Hi, this is Marilyn Milano. If you love animals, then please check out my new show, Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays from 9 to 9.30 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. I'll be talking with rescue groups, animal advocates, and other organizations that help animals, sharing their stories, and giving our listeners some tangible ways in which they can help make a difference. That's Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. It is a delight to spend this hour with you. I'm here every Thursday at 4 o'clock live to bring you content to help you write your book, your blog, your brand, or even your podcast, your speech, your articles, your essays, whatever it is that you are writing. For some of you, I know it's a love letter. I want to support you so that you are really connecting with your audience and your goals and your dreams for making that piece of writing move from your head and onto the printed page. I want to tell you just quickly that I offer a 90-day writing program for the person that wants to get their book out on paper. 
And why I do it in 90 days is because most of us that have been dreaming up the idea of writing a book for a long time really don't need a long time to write out that first draft. It took a long time to dream it up, but it doesn't take nearly that much time to write out that first draft. It will take you some time to go over it and edit it, but this program is focused completely on the idea that what you've been dreaming about has been hanging out in your head long enough. Let's get it on the page. Let's move it there. So I am taking new people into my program. This is my Story You coaching program. And like I said, it's for 90 days. And I am offering a special discount to my radio listeners. So all you have to do is send me an email asking for the information on the program. And do be serious about that. You know, be that person that says, I have dreamt about this long enough. I I do want to research how I can move this to the page. I want to look into programs. Be that person and write to me, askcoachdebbie at gmail.com or go to my website, coachdebbie.com. And again, that's D-E-B-B-Y, coachdebbie.com. And just send me a note saying you'd like the information or sign up for a consultation. And we'll find out if this program is right for you. But I also want you to know I will be giving a discount to anyone that shares that they are a listener of this show. Because I like to give gifts and that's one thing I can offer you. And finally, I'm also offering, starting in January, a very, very, ooh, I am am really excited about this. This is a Dig Your Heels In Deep program for anyone who is overcoming a real challenge and has a big dream they want to bring out into the world. And it doesn't need to be a book, but it does need to have something to do with writing, for example, one of my one of my people is taking on a huge leadership job and she will be responsible for a lot of writing. So, it's really finding that new brand inside of her. If you want to dive into that mastermind group, again, just get in touch with me, let me know you're a listener and I will get you the best price possible. That's for the serious writer. The person that says, I have a message and I'm not waiting beyond 2021 to get it out of me. No more. None of that. All right. Let's jump back into the content we're talking about today. And that is connecting to your audience. Again, we were saying that your audience is just further along the path of your offer. Your offer is what you're putting out in the world and your audience, they're right around the corner. One thing, and you know this this really is near and dear to my heart, one thing I feel you must do is make that connection with audience through your story. And this needs to be real stories. (laughs) 
Not some fictional silly story you cooked up that you think people want to hear, but your real stories, the real times, the real challenge, the real struggle, and the real triumph. People want to know. They're dying to know. I was watching uh, Brendan Bruchard. Many of you probably know him. He's a very, very talented entrepreneur. And he was sharing the story of meeting his wife. It was beautiful. It was one of the most enchanting stories I've ever heard him tell. And I think it was because he's very much in love with his wife. And you could feel it and you could see it while he was sharing that story. On the other hand, I once had a student who told a very compelling story about his grandfather and how his grandfather would take him hunting and all these things he learned living with his grandfather. And this was a student who grew up in another country and had values that were not so familiar to me. And I I accepted his story as something that allowed me to get to know him better. And so when we met for office hours and I was giving him feedback on his essay and telling him the parts that I really was touched by the most and how he was so, oh, just, just inspiring to me about how we learn, he revealed, and and he did this quite innocently, he said, oh yeah, I actually made up that part because I didn't know what to say there. And I I was kind of (laughs) stunned. I I felt like the wool had been sort of pulled over my eyes, like, and, and then all of a sudden I didn't trust that the rest of the story was true. And I said, well, you, you said your, your grandfather taught you how to hunt. Is that true? And he says, oh, yeah, that part's true. And I said, and you lived with your grandfather. Is that true? He says, oh, yeah, that part's true. And I said, so this part about how you acquired a dog to help you guys. And he goes, no, no, that part's not true because I just got tired of writing. So I just made that up because I just, you know, I just needed to be done with this essay. Oh, I was, I was torn to bits. <laughs> and and yet, you know, it didn't affect his grade. It didn't do anything like that. But I I found that when I went back into the classroom and I was there with the entire class that I stressed if if you've used this tactic to get you through to the end, well then, okay. But there there is something real difficult that can happen and that is when someone finds out it's not true they're going to think everything else you've told them isn't true as well so you want to avoid that there is a place for fiction and it's called fictional books they're called novels (laughs) that's a great place to practice your fiction but when you're dealing with a real audience You want to share real stories. And if your real story feels too vulnerable, choose something else. Be thoughtful to yourself because, again, you are on that path of connecting with others. 
So be thoughtful to yourself. Don't feel like you need to be telling a story that you don't feel you can stick with. God knows I've started many stories that were very vulnerable and barely, barely got my crackled voice through the whole thing because the the tears were really coming forward. And then again, there's the fact that if tears come forward, they just do. And people tend to like that. <laughs> so don't worry too much about that. I do want to say uh, that some of these some of these topics invoke questions in people, and I do want to take your questions. We have a comment, a couple questions from Michael. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast, for being a part of the Get Writing Facebook group that I just started out. Michael is beginning his own podcast, and he asks this, How do I brainstorm a captivating introduction to my podcast? How do I brainstorm a captivating introduction to my podcast? So the key word I'm hearing here is captivating, that that's where you might feel a little bit stuck. You might be judging yourself a little bit and wondering if it's cool enough, fun enough, interesting enough. And I'm just going to tell you, even though I'm not sure that I've read that copy yet, that it is. I know it is. Because when you're sharing who you are and what excites you, you are captivating the people that will follow you. So, Michael, as long as you are telling people who it is you are and what it is you have on offer, bam, you have generated a level of captivation. Now, if you want to up the ante, you're going to go back and do some editing and you're going to ask yourself, where was I a little bit wordy and I could be a little more concise? People don't want long, long uh, sentences in an introduction. They don't want to feel in any way confused. They want someone that shares some story but is also getting to the point. They don't want to have to read on for two or three paragraphs to figure out that this podcast is in the gourmet cooking category. They don't want to. They want to know that up front. So I say as long as you're sharing your story, as long as you are being the real you, the real audience is captivated and following. Of course, you can always bump it up a notch or two by thinking of how to make what you've already written be just a little more concise but I, I just really feel people want to know you. They're curious about you. Think of those that you follow. Someone that I follow is Dax Shepard, D-A-X, Dax Shepard. Do you all know him? He has a wonderful podcast. And I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head. But He's an actor that I was introduced to when I watched the long TV series called Parenthood. And he was the character Crosby. 
you know, it turns out his real life is a, mm, I wouldn't say a cookie cutter rendition of the character Crosby, but there's definitely a lot of crossover. Definitely an artistic musician who is very upfront about talking about addiction and things like that. And he was, he was exactly the same in his character. One of the reasons I really enjoy him is that he's just so honest. He's just so vulnerable. He bears his heart to his audience. And I think, I think that's what makes people want to follow your content. They want to know who is it that's offering this. Armchair expert. Oh, thank you, Eric. My, my sound engineer down there is always thinking. Armchair expert at Dax's podcast. Yes, yes, exactly. I, um, I just want to tell you, Michael, and anyone else that's listening, as you're developing that new content, share your story, share yourself, be as concise as you can, but don't worry about silly stuff that no one cares about. No one cares about big words. No one, no one cares about every single last little credit you have to your name. They care about the big one. You know, I could go on and on and on about my resume here. I just tell people the big stuff. I've been teaching for 25 years. I love writing. Bam, done. Right? That's, that's what people want to know. Am I qualified? I am. <laughs> and that's enough. So when you're, you're offering that introduction, keep it simple, but let it, let it really be leading your audience by way of your story. Okay. Next, we're going to take this question from Lori. And this is a, this is a mighty question here, Lori. How do I revamp my business for the new year without starting from scratch? She says, I liked my old business model, but it took a dive during the summer and because of COVID. Ooh. All right. There's a couple things going on in your, in your question here. One is you're not done. That's what I'm hearing. You're not done with your business. You want to revamp it, but you don't want to start over. So revamp is big. But I'm hearing something else, and I don't think it's 100% true, Lori. And until we get it 100% true, my advice isn't really going to help you. The, the thing you're saying here is, I like my old business model, but it took a dive during summer and because of COVID. Um... Yeah, I don't know if it took a dive because of COVID. I I think it took a dive because of the way you were thinking about it while you were thinking about COVID. And I know that's complex. But what I'm really trying to say here is if we flip it around and say that's true. You know, my my business took a dive because of COVID. 
then in the future years, we're going to be able to fill in the blank with anything new. My my business took a dive because of my in-laws. My business took a dive because of my bank account. My business took a dive because uh, of my crummy friends. My business took a dive because uh, of my crummy computer. And on and on and on and on. So I think we're going to have to edit that part out. That your business took a dive maybe during COVID. But... The because, the cause and effects, ooh, we got to be really clear, really, really clear when we say things like that. I want to offer you more assistance on this. So hang in there. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, more about helping out Lori and connecting with your audience. Stay tuned. Have you considered your health goals as you step into fall? Are you finishing the year right on track? If these questions leave you stumped, meet Autumn, the founder of L Nutrition. As a clinical nutritionist, she knows that counting calories never works long term, and high endurance exercise is not everyone's thing. Check out the podcast for the October 1st edition of Story You Talk Radio, as Autumn Bates shares scientific facts to help you be fit, reduce chronic pain, and meet your wellness dreams. Are you ready for something real, raw, upfront, and honest? Then tune in each Wednesday at 2 p.m. right here for Love from the Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and the host, Sakura Sutter. This show is unlike anything you have ever heard and was created to help others to help themselves. Hear me follow up with guests I have hypnotized and see how it has improved their lives. I will also spotlight amazing people from around the world, their skin tips, live readings, and answers to life's burning questions. Join us each Wednesday at 2 p.m. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. It's a pleasure to be with you on this Thursday afternoon. We're talking about connecting to your audience. And Lori has posed this question about revamping your business after summertime things and COVID might have played a part in the business not doing maybe the way she thought it would. Lori, just giving you part two of my advice here is after you work through some of that cause and effect, go to your journal, write that down, get a little clearer about that. What I want you to think about is that your business, since you said you liked it before all of this took place, your business was probably a great idea. So why do you need to change anything? Uh, Are you telling me that you need to change it so that it's more online? If so, I understand that. And I would say seek out those professionals that teach you specifically how to move something to online. Is it that you're home more often and you need to figure out how to work from home. Again, there's all kinds of people that help you with organizing and making your space a real live business little corner of your house so you can do that. 
But if what you're saying is that you need to do some writing around it to revamp it, uh, I can offer you all kinds of help. We just have to get into the nitty-gritty of what's going on. Right here, I just want to say to you that if, if you're feeling like the new year is a time when you offer something different, all I want to say is go for it. The new year is a time when people are excited for the new. So whatever it is you are revamping, just go for it. Don't sink a lot of money into it. Sink your heart into it. Sink your energy into it and go for it. And let's have a conversation. Get in touch with me at AskCoachDebbie at gmail.com. That's D-E-B-B-Y. AskCoachDebbie at gmail.com. So I have all kinds of ideas about how you can connect to your audience. This is just one of the many, many things I offer in my free Facebook group. It's called Get Writing. And just just send me a little email or, or message me on Facebook and we'll get you into that. I'm just pouring my heart into there, my content into there for the rest of the year. And I also have courses that are coming up for people that have been dreaming about writing a book and it's now time to get it in print. I take you through the whole first draft of that. I also work with people that are just starting blogs or they're just starting podcasts or they're just moving into professional speaking platforms. All of that works out as well. And again, just get in touch with me and I'm happy to give you the details and we'll figure out if this is a good match for you. So here are just some tips we've gone over and some we might have some time to go over in a little more depth. How might you connect with your audience? We talked about the idea that you want to write to one person. And usually that's a person that has common interests just like you. The more you think of what it is you love, the more you are going to have a connection rate with your audience. Another idea is that you want to invoke story in the things you are writing about and you want to make sure they're true because you don't want to ever be called out on something that was fabricated and then have your audience think that all this other stuff you do is fabricated. You want to be true and honest just like you are in every other area of your life. And, and I see this as being a problem. People are now, they're, they're in their own homes. Uh, the, the opportunities to cheat your way through school now are just magnificent. Absolutely magnificent. So do yourself a favor and really, really stay aligned with your integrity. Really, really offer what is true. Now, that doesn't mean you have to offer what is vulnerable and that you just aren't ready to share yet. What is true and what is vulnerable is not always the same. 
Another thing I want to emphasize is that you don't blame, don't get into some cause and effect idea that you're not connecting because of your circumstances. It It is natural to think that COVID caused restaurants to go out of, out of business. But if we reframe that, it has a lot more to do with other things first. I'm not saying COVID didn't cause a lot of restaurants to go out of business, but if we stick with just that language, then we are setting ourselves up for having all kinds of cause and effects later on down the line that just, it wasn't 100% true. I mean, I could have easily gone out of business this year. Easily, easily. Everything I was doing was face to face. And and yet I'm not I'm not saying that I'm something wonderful and special, but I did put my mind to work quick, fast, go, because I was afraid that I could go out of business. And I'm not better than those restaurants that did, not at all. I just had a lot working in my favor that they didn't. I certainly did. Uh, for one, I don't have any staff. And that worked tremendously in my favor. But I also realized after talking to one of my friends who is a restaurant owner and who did stay in business that she decided from the very, very beginning of ways she was going to revamp and re... Oh, I guess kind of have a, a another side model and it kept her going and so here it is the end of the year and she's not saying that COVID took her business away but she also didn't for one minute buy into the idea that it would it doesn't make her better it doesn't mean that she's smarter it just means that from the very very beginning she made some sort of pact, some sort of decision that however she needed to stretch, she would. She would start right there. And it paid off for her. Not everyone is as as lucky or as beneficial as her. But we've got to really, really take some responsibility for the fact that if if we're willing to just, if we're willing to decide what we're going to do, we're going to have better luck staying in the game with what we're doing. We're going to have better luck there. Another thing that I think is so important is that when you are sharing any kind of struggle, you share a real struggle, whether it was a long time ago or something recent. I also want you to think about the idea that you've got to have something that is timeless regarding your theme. Whenever you are creating like a new blog, a new speech, a new post, a new podcast, you want it to be about, in the grand scheme of things, You want it to be about something that's timeless for people, whether it's food or art or music or science or family or natural law or writing. Uh, We've been writing since we've been moving our lips. (laughs) 
people have been figuring out how to create food as soon as people came here to planet Earth, right? Wherever it is we came here from, we had to start eating right away. What about music? I don't even know when music began, but it is timeless. Art goes back to the days of hieroglyphics. The more timeless your general theme is, the longer you can count on that business just in an automatic way working in your favor. So from that theme, how might you then work on your own subtopic, your own real brand to draw people in? How much time do we have here? Oh, we got a little bit of time to sneak in some no Oh, we have Brandon writing in. Uh, I also lost my business during COVID. It's interesting to think of the idea of blaming it all on COVID. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But on the days that I don't, I have a better day. You're making me think that I have to have a new attitude for 2021. Wow, thank you, Brandon. Um, yeah, there is there is no shame when we work hard on something and we lose something. But what we don't want to do, and I hear you're already ahead of the game, Brandon, is you want to take with you the best commitments you can going forward. You want to take with you the best decisions you can. That's how you stay connected to your audience. Thanks for slipping that in in the, in the last minutes here. Uh, another tip I want to offer to people is what we talked about in the very beginning of the show, and that is stay connected to your emotions because it's really, really easy to get in the blame game when emotions get high it's really easy to be taken away by the storm of emotions. I like to think of emotions as kind of like the weather. You know, your day can start out sunny, and by 3 o'clock, a storm has rolled in. How are you relating to those emotions? You're the same person, but maybe when you got out of bed, things looked a little sunny, and maybe as you got into the later afternoon... Things are looking a little gloomy and the hurricane is coming. <laughs> How are you really dialoguing with yourself? If you're keeping yourself grounded in your emotions, there is a natural tendency for people to want to follow you and to connect with you. I was sharing also in my Facebook group today that you've got to, and I really mean this, You've got to throw out any plan B if you want to have a connection with your audience. And the plan B is always that thing that you think in the back of your mind, ah, if this thing I'm working on doesn't work out, I can always go back to that thing I left long ago. You know, it, it's like if, if you left the job at the newspaper and you started your own writing business you might say in the back of your mind, ah, I could go back to the newspaper if this doesn't work out. But what you're forgetting is that there's good reasons why you left the newspaper. And 
if you have that as a plan B, all I can tell you is your subconscious is going to be working on plan B all the time, especially when you're scared. It's going to say, oh, don't worry. You got plan B. Oh, don't, don't freak out now. We can always go to plan B. And unless you desire plan B, I think you got to draw a big X through it, set it on fire, be done with it. And finally, I want to leave you with this last point. If you want to connect with your audience, you've got to show up and be a pro. You don't want to be a people pleaser. You don't want to be someone who falls out of integrity. You don't want to be someone who makes stuff up. You want to be the person who is professional at what it is you do. So remember, whatever you're writing about, whatever you're speaking about, whatever you're podcasting about, it's something that you know and understand really well. You wouldn't have taken it on if you didn't. So show up like a pro. And your audience, those people that are just down the path, further along from your offer, they are going to start to put their hands in the air and say, I'm following you. They are going to start to sign up for the things you offer. Show up like a pro and do your very best. And if you need more helps, if you need more tips, whether we agree on everything or not, I am always here to talk to you and to give you the best information that I know. Until next Thursday, my friends, keep doing the best at what you do. Please write, please speak, please express, and please come back on Thursdays at four o'clock. Until next week, namaste, my friends. Thank you.